Eric Zemrak, the box officer. How's it going? I'm doing great. How are you? The weather here in California. Sorry about the rest of the country <laughs> on our podcast, but we're experiencing some great weather. So. <laughs> <laughs> and we're loving it. <laughs> <laughs> and let's talk about two films that actually all revolve around women. We have Promising Young Woman, and on the podcast we'll have let them all talk, and let's see if we'll talk or we'll fall asleep. We'll talk about that in a few minutes, right? <laughs> let's start with Promising Young Woman, because I'm really curious about that movie. Yes, um, actually, it's a fantastic film, and I have to say that Carrie Mulligan's performance is absolutely amazing. Okay, now, this is a young woman who's traumatized by a tragic event in her life, and she is going to seek revenge against people along her path, okay? Now, this is a very extremely difficult role to play because her character is acting like she has this huge weight on her shoulder, which she does, but she doesn't show it to anybody that she gets involved in. Mm -hmm. So it's an extremely emotional role to play. Now, I can't give out a lot of a lot of um, information about this film. All I can say is the cinematography that they chose was really cool. It's almost like a, a coloring painting, you know, <laughs> along the way, the shots. Yeah, and then they use these uh, Roman numeral numbers, and you know that something bad's going to happen, okay? Mm. So you get these little things going where it's kind of like, I want to say like a Candyland setting of shot almost. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> that's, a, that's like way over the top. But, uh, <laughs> you, you know, feel to it that it's like, oh, this is like nice. And then all of a sudden, boom, that Roman numeral comes up, and you know something's going to change. Now, I thought this movie worked well, but the last 10 minutes of this film is going to make you or break you on this movie. You're either going to love it or you're going to hate it. So, and I think it's going to be pretty much 50-50, depending on where you go, because it takes a drastic turn that you're not expecting. All the leads that they gave you before in this movie doesn't fit with the last 10 minutes in oh. some cases. And you're going to say, oh, I love that. That was so cool. <laughs> and other people are going to go, huh? What? <laughs> Why? I hated that movie. <laughs> but overall, I actually give it three and a half slates. Obviously, got nominated for four Golden Globes. Uh, Carrie will be nominated for an Oscar. A lot of people are saying she's going to win. I personally don't think she's going right. to win. I think she'll be nominated. I'm going to throw that out there right now because, you know, you know I love to do that because I could come back and either say, Mel could say, you know, you, you fool, you screwed it up, or <laughs> you're right again. You never hear fool, you screwed it up. Come on, admit it. <laughs> it looks so, so good. I'm really glad, though, that it will ruin it in the last 10 minutes. At least you're not like hating it the entire time. So that's good news. Right. And not everyone's going to hate it. Now, don't get me wrong. And uh, Jennifer Coolidge is in it, Adam Brody. I mean, there's some great other characters in this movie that really make it compelling the whole time. But I'm warning you, the last 10 minutes you're going to say, hmm, okay, let's go. It looks so good. And immediately I looked it up, and it is streaming on Amazon, but they want you to rent it for $19.99, which is a little too rich okay. for my blood right now. So I'm right. going to have to wait until it gets into the three or four dollar rental range or and i hope not to wait until it's absolutely free because i really do want to see it right and the thing is that you know it is playing in theaters you know not in california right. because we're still all closed but across the country and it did do five million which isn't great i mean it came out on christmas
Christmas Day, um, and opening weekend did about uh, 719,000. So it's not, but this is one of the movies. These are those kind of things that happen during Oscar time, during award season, that it's like, you got to see this movie. Yeah. You know, and then it, all of a sudden, boom, it starts picking up. And this year, obviously, with theaters closed, it's hard to get that word of mouth like we've talked about before. Yeah. You may ha- you may not have Amazon Prime or you may well want to pay 20 bucks. So yeah. you're like, what do I do? You know, so, but we'll see what happens. All right, I can't wait to see it because I really want to talk to you about it, but we'll see if I... I think you're going to like it. I think I... you're going to like it. We'll talk about it next, okay. next okay. time you watch it. Sounds good. Now, this <laughs> next movie I know a little bit about as well. Tell us about Let Them All Talk. Yeah, Let Them All Talk is actually, I'm going to give you the, the cast that's in here. Meryl Streep, Diane Weiss. Cannon Bergen and uh, Lucas Hedges, all Oscar winners or Oscar nominees. Fantastic cast, and you're going, wow. Okay, and this is about an author who is Meryl Streep's famous author. She decides to go on a cruise trip with her her childhood friends, which is Diane and uh, Candace Bergen, and Bergman, sorry, and uh, she and her nephew. Her nephew is kind of like her. I mean, it just she's very close to her nephew, so she brings her nephew along. And during this trip, they all experience conversations with themselves and amongst other people about their childhood and how it affects them, and then how Meryl Streep became famous and how let them all talk and not just her talk and take the limelight, and then this twist in this movie. Now, this movie takes place in a, in a, on a cruise ship. It doesn't leave the cruise ship um, until the, the last uh, maybe 20 minutes or so. Mm-hmm. Um, so it does get that little claustrophobic feel to it, and it's people, what do you do on a cruise, cruise ship? You eat and you drink, right? And you yeah. sit at a table watching the ocean. Well, that's really what happens in this whole entire movie. And it's like, I mean, personally, I didn't care about these people. I didn't care about them. <laughs> I was like, who cares? Steven Soderbergh, who actually wrote one of my favorite movies and directed, was actually sexualized in videotape. You may remember that one. Oh, yeah. So I was kind of intrigued by this film. It's like, okay, great writer. He also does a cinematography because I think they kind of tried to limit the type of the crew. So, I mean, I think it was pretty tight. And you can tell the shots are all two people at a table. Okay, let's go to the bar. There's two people sitting at the bar. Yeah. Let's go over here. Let's go into her room. And, okay, someone's walking in. Let's have a conversation. Let's lean on the rails of the uh, cruise ship because you got a nice background behind you. But Let's just talk. Let's talk. And I don't really care what they're saying. I really don't. Now, one, again, and a little contrast to the one previously that we talked about, I think this ending kind of tried to bring it back enough where you kind of said, mm, it's okay. I don't hate the movie. Hmm. It's a little bit of a surprise, but you kind of felt like you did it because everything else was so boring. <laughs> you, oh my gosh. You know what, Derek? I'm so glad you, you said it because I thought maybe I wasn't in the right frame of mind for it, but it made me uh-huh. want to fall asleep. I didn't get more than five minutes into the movie. <laughs> oh, I, I, I truly believe it. Now, this is on uh, HBO yep. Max, so you have to have it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, with this cast, you would be, like, intrigued to see this movie, but would somebody say, I'm going to sign up for HBO Max because of this movie? No. <laughs> no. Don't do it, people. Save I, your money, you know? I wouldn't sign up for <laughs> anything that HBO Max has offered. The Little Things was terrible. Wonder Woman uh-huh. 1984 was awful. Right awful. now, I'm questioning their it's motives, not- questioning their talent. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Well, that's the thing is you got right now, you got the studios who are trying to hold back as much as they can because, you know, half the theaters in the country still aren't open. So yeah. they're kind of like, you know, you got New York, you got L.A., you know, I mean, California and New York. 
you know, who aren't open. So it's like you, you got this asset that you want to make money on, but you're going to dump your crap mm-hmm. you know, to the other ones and in hope that the things are going to be open in the next, you know, three, four months. But, and this is yeah. what so I'm this worried. One, I, I'm sorry. You need to get to the slates. You're right. I, I'm getting off track here. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> oh, I, I actually give this two slates, and that's because of, you know, maybe the star. I actually think Diane Weist was actually the best. I mean, oh. I thought her, she had a couple, you know, monologues that were great. You know, I, I just think that the movie just doesn't do it. Yeah. I mean, how I don't. sometimes I, like, watch stuff, and I'm like going, how did this get made? Who greenlit this? Was it because Meryl Streep says she wants to do it? Right. You know, and all of a sudden you have to make it because the studio, you wanted to do another picture? You know, you kind of wonder because this is a movie with a fantastic cast that just shouldn't have been made. I mean, I give it two slates, yeah. you know, and that's that's generous. I was worried about <laughs> this when the pandemic began because I'm like, there's going to be nothing good out. And they're going to be releasing these old projects that for some one reason or another did weren't the cream of the crop. And now we're just like, oh, okay, well, it's a new movie, so deal with this piece of little poop. Right, exactly. And they want people to pay for it. Yeah. You know, no I thanks. mean, where, where, <laughs> where, do you, where do you draw the line? It's like, we don't want to give you any movies, but here, you got to pay for them if you want to see it anyway. So. Yeah, exactly. I'd rather rewatch uh, The Fresh Prince of Bel Air on HBO Max, okay? <laughs> that would be a yeah. better use of your time. Watch a classic that you know is great instead of right. wasting your money. <laughs> you know, if I want to get a laugh, you know, and I only have a short time, I, I have to put on The Golden Girls because I think the writing is yes. so fantastic. On the Golden Girls, you know, you just they, you cannot laugh at the Golden Girls. So, well, I but, do have anyways. a random movie recommendation for you this week, and it's so okay. awful that it's fantastic. <laughs> the movie is called PG Psycho Gorman, and it's oh a gosh. comedy horror flick where this really like kind of weird, messed up little girl finds this stone in the backyard, and that stone allows her to control a demon who she names Psycho Gorman, PG for short, and <laughs> it is so horrible, but I couldn't look away. I was laughing the entire time. So it is in the horror slash comedy category, and um, and it had one of the, like, the best final lines in a movie I've ever heard. It's so, so bad, but I laughed. Where, where did you see this? I've never heard of it. <laughs> it was on Amazon Prime. And so my sister and I wanted to do a weird, like, you know, sister movie session. And we picked it and we laughed and rolled our <laughs> eyes about a zillion times. It's rentable on Amazon Prime. Okay. All right. Well, you know, hey, they, they got a few bucks out of you, at least. <laughs> yeah, they did. It wasn't 20 bucks. That's why they got it. <laughs> <laughs> I know a lot about B-movies, but, you know, I guess I haven't heard about this one because oh. it looks like it came out in 2020. It's so, so uh... bad <laughs> that I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks so much for your time once All again, right. Derek. You take care. I'll talk to you next week. All right. All right. Bye-bye.